Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Pillow Talk podcast. And uh, this week we have a very very special guest for you. But before that, I think what we need to address is what happened in the past two weeks. In the past two weeks, we saw a major uh, social media uproar towards something called the boys' locker room. Essentially, a group of children, mostly underage. uh who were talking about women who were very clearly objectifying women on on an instagram group on an instagram group we saw snapchat text rooms and everything and all of that brought us into conversation about how we since a very early age have contributed a lot to stuff like this to the rape culture we have been complicit and if not complicit we've also even propagated it to a certain extent and that made us uh, delve into further conversations about how we can do better how the society can do better and uh, basically what we can learn from this whole situation yeah and uh, i think i speak for all of us but i mean i'm not trying to generalize or anything but this is at least what happened with me like the first time that i read about what was happening the first time i got to know my first reaction was anger and it was anger that you know turned into frustration because at that very moment the amount of avenues that you have to do something about it or to be able to you know correct what has happened are very very few mm. and in after a while you know after you you've thought about it after you've had time to look at an aggregate picture of what's happening i realized that i have been complicit to you know So this a similar culture, similar practices for a very long time, and that is what you know prompted me and Manan to make sure that this time it wasn't just us talking to you about what happened, which is why Manan, like Manan mentioned, we have a very special guest with us today. She is the founder and director of Super School India, which is an NGO that's based out of Delhi. They work with uh, underprivileged urban children. with a primary focus on sex education uh, bad touch good touch sex practices and sexual taboos i i've actually had the privilege of working with her before uh, when she came on as a speaker for tedx in another university in 2019 uh, her name is radhika mittal and uh, radhika could you please uh, uh, introduce yourself to our, our listeners hi hi jay hi manan um thank you so much for having me on your podcast very excited Um, so I'm Radhika, and as uh, you guys have already very um, nicely introduced, uh, I uh, I'm the director and founder of Super School, and our work is primarily in sex ed. And um, I really think once you kind of get into sex ed, that kind of becomes your whole life because if you are at the forefront promoting sex ed, it really requires everybody who's a facilitator or a team member to kind of look into their own lives as well. and which is why i i always say that sex ed is like my entire life um and honestly there's literally nothing more i can say about myself uh, apart from the fact that i like chai as well which also somehow i've uh, you know managed to include within sex ed which is our uh, very popular chai analogy which by the way we didn't create uh, we uh, we took inspiration from a british blogger um but yeah somehow I, i've taken everything about my life and um, sort of included it into sex ed um yeah so i think the first question right off the bat i have to ask you what was your initial reaction to the whole uh, situation that happened on the internet 
two weeks ago? Honestly, I uh, I just switched off. It it was, you know, because because of the, because of our work, we are surrounded by all of you know. I mean, boys' locker room happened. Um, it was horrific. I wasn't surprised. You know, I was mm. not surprised because we've we've this one came out. This one somehow was exposed. But we've been uh, we've been privy to this for as long as I've been in this uh, field. So. Um, uh, this one just the luck of the boys uh, sucked, and it just uh, happened to get leaked, right? But um, I think I don't think anybody should fool themselves by thinking that this was the only one. There are yeah. currently, despite the consequences, currently many other such chats um, out there in their own uh, in their own platforms, right? Not just online. Um, I think just even gatherings. You know, sometimes even house parties, we get together and it's just so easy for us to objectify um, or just make small of very serious matters. So kind of boys locker room exists everywhere. So when it first happened and I found out about it, my reaction was, oh my God, I just can't deal with this. Um, because I knew I would have friends and everybody kind of reaching out to me, kind of going like, dekha tune, dekha tune. And, um, and, you know, or maybe expecting me to put up something on my Instagram stories or on or Super School's official page. And, yeah. and you know, I was sitting with the social media team and, you know, we were sitting and we were so jaded. We were so jaded. Uh, we just like, we just think like it just doesn't stop. And um, we understood why this was happening, right? Because we literally deal with it all the time. Um, that was my first reaction. And then uh, my second reaction was, well, there's really nothing more we can do than we're already doing as an organization. But it just, you know, kind of gave us like that. Because sometimes you get a little tired. You're like, oh, my God, working in India is like such a pain. Yeah. And then you kind of get like this little bit of a boost, right? Okay, like, no, this is why we're doing what we're doing. You know, this yeah. is why. I mean, not like we need reminders in India. The reminders are there yeah. like all the time. But the fact that we work with youth. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, since you are so heavily involved in an industry which, you know, revolves around such issues, I'm sure it must have been much more tiring and much more exhausting for you than it was for us. And even then, I remember having a conversation with Malan only, where I think this was a day after the entire episode happened. And our discussion was also based on the fact that, you know, I think I just need to delete Instagram for a few days because... There was so much information. There was so much. There were so many arguments going on at the same time, and it just felt like a lot to take in, absorb, and then respond to at the you know at just one moment of time without having enough to build on. Which also after you know we had time to think about it, the one question which popped into our minds immediately was where or how much of a role do you think the lack of sex education in our country has to do with this? And this question I'm asking both in terms of A, the school's involvement because uh, uh, sex ed has been absent from the academic curriculum for as long as we've been in school. And second, the absence of, you know, these discussions in your houses with your parents. How do you think that plays a role, you know, into the entire scandal that happened? I think it plays a, a very big role. Uh, I, I kind of also, and I'm just not saying that because that's my bread and butter, but uh, I, I genuinely think it plays one of the most important roles, uh, if not the most important. And I'll tell you why. It's because 
um, the rape very quickly rape culture is created uh, by multiple different things and uh, as the word culture says it's something we're surrounded by right so we kind of like subconsciously or consciously pick up certain things from it and then it kind of translates into our behavior uh, and the behavior can sometimes be uh, within the bound it, it can be immoral but not illegal and sometimes in, in more serious matters it's immoral and illegal so uh, me kind of going like mal lag rahi Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be, it's definitely immoral, um, but depending on the context or whatever, it may not be illegal. Uh, whereas if me uh, saying that while uh, molesting somebody, uh, that goes into illegal as well. So what happens is that you can't, you can't, you can't run away from culture. Na? I mean, unless we kind of go into the root of what caused this culture, uh, which would mean I'll have to get in touch with like Karan Johar and like Bharam Bhavan and all these people. Um you can't do anything about the culture so what do we do we need to have the the tools to be able to uh take the correct things from the culture or to be able to look at it um uh, critically so what sex ed does over so sex ed comes in over here sex ed gives you the tools opens up your mind to be able to now look at everything you're consuming a little bit more critically so that you can continue to consume it but not let it affect you or affect your behavior so when i um when i started really learning about sex ed myself because of work i uh everything else i was so many things that i was a passive consumer of and it was causing me to behave a certain way towards certain genders i started looking at it critically and i was embarrassed of myself i couldn't believe that i lived the first 25 years of my life like that um so this is where schools come in i i was just so i was so angry i was like mere school ne mujhe kyun nahi diya yaar i mean they took so much fees as like you could have done <laughs> sex ed um but no you know they they took us to i don't know what all parks and what not and like and uh, made us stand in assemblies in the heat uh and made us sing all these bhakti songs and like give us sex ed had 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 we been given sex ed we could have had the tools to know how to deal with a breakup we could have had the tools to not slut shame victim blame mm. we could have had so many tools um but we didn't have that so schools um that do not understand the importance of sex ed even now are denying their children a very essential piece of education yeah, um, so. moving on to homes um homes you know i don't I don't blame homes homes too much I genuinely don't in terms of very obvious sex ed ki agar parents bahut obviously sex ed nahi de rahe I don't mm-hmm. I don't get very fussed about that because you know parents themselves are trying to um they come from a different generation you know they they're also mm-hmm. and they may not be the best providers of sex ed I I also mm-hmm. believe that um uh who gives sex ed is as important as the the subject matter itself um so i i i don't i don't i don't get too fussed about that um but what i do believe that at home there is something called like uh, everyday sex ed the very not obvious part of sex ed na jaise uh, how you see your father treat your mother for example right that's that's a huge way of learning about a big component of sex ed which are gender roles and gender respect so i think this is where parents can really step in and be like hey maybe we need to look at our behavior towards each other and see what our children are learning so yeah, and i think yeah go on they yeah, got that's yeah so uh, i think i think you've nailed it at that because 
once you talk about institutionalizing something you make it extremely formal right because exactly. once if you're expecting it to come out of the household which i won't lie i earlier thought that was the way to go forward with it but you have to realize that once you're once you have that subjectivity between right. households and how different people approach different situations and how different people have different households and not and not everyone like you said is in is in a place to give a good piece of education to their child yeah. i think that's where the subjectivity comes in and that is where institutionalizing the whole thing becomes very important and right. i think which which brings me to the next question is um should we blame schools for whatever happened or just like everyone else they are complicit to whatever happened i i don't think i don't think we can do a blame game right now as much as mm-hmm. i would love to honestly um i don't think we can um because you know the school will say oh it's not our fault um it's the parents you know they i mean how do we control what they say um you and you know the next thing you know they'll probably start pulling out report cards of the boys involved and be like well a school is supposed to be like you know look at their marks it's so good i don't know like you know i i think it's just going to be a little bit of like a slippery slope if we kind of go into that um mm. but i think now because this case has become so um uh, it's like mainstream media mm-hmm. um i think from here on out especially the privileged schools um ought to start considering sex education uh not from the sanskari point of view but from the factual point of view um mm. and i think now yes what's going to happen is that now if similar things start happening the blame game will start that wo hua apne fir bhi action nahi liya you know i think i think that's what's going to start happening um but i think as of now i don't think we we ought to blame schools also because yeah government se koi mandate nahi hai oh you know what reason do they have right and plus i know for a fact because i've spoken to um management of private schools and they're genuinely worried they're like our parents will come and kill us ki humne humne sex ed introduce kara uh, parents will just be like no you can't talk to our children about this they're going to like why is my son attending a workshop on menstruation matlab they're not going to see that the son is there in the world because the mother menstruated in the first place you know mere beto ko kyun bithaya apne menstruation workshop mein you know like schools also have a big um um a uh, big stress on their heads um ki hum yeah. introduce karenge to we're going to have so much backlash from parents um so i guess then here parents also become a stakeholder that parents also need to understand and demand from the schools that if you yourself are uncomfortable talking to your children then let the school do it um so yeah i i think i think schools uh, ought to now sit with parents and start having this conversation about hey is it time that we stop ignoring this yeah and i think uh, so the thing is that you know the more we look at the entire episode the more at least it makes me realize is that you know there is a very blatant uh, absence or you know the very fact that people are not willing to take responsibility for their actions is prevalent here and i think that's where both schools and parents come in where they need to make sure that you know this is what happened 
fine. We need to take accountability for it and we need to make sure that we do what needs to be done to make sure that it doesn't happen in the future. Yeah. And that I felt, you know, has been missing with all the people who've been outed on Instagram, who've yeah. been, you know, called out on various social media sites. Yeah. And uh, I just, uh, drawing back to a point that you made previously, you know, where you spoke about the entertainment industry. Yeah. So, the you know, there is a very blatant uh, rape culture promotion when you look at, say, Bollywood. Yeah. Or more importantly, when you look at the hip-hop or the rap industry. Mm-hmm. And consumption of both of these forms of media is rampant like especially in a time like this when people don't have much to do correct. they are watching you know old movies they are listening to whatever music comes out correct how do you think that consumption can be moderated or you know how can that delivery of media be changed if it can't be at all delivery of media be changed like i said uh, very tough what do you what are you going to do yaar i mean the director of uh, kabir singh literally came out and said, uh, what's a relationship if not a little violent? I mean, when you're working with that mindset, what are you, you going to do? And I mean, I don't even know how much Kabir Singh earned, right? And um, there's, there's very little, uh, unless somebody's connected, that we can do when it comes to um, the actual media being put out there. Uh, I don't know what the censor board is doing. I mean, they can start putting... You know, they'll start censoring out sex, which is a physiological need. Um, but, you know, they... How about... I mean, Tapsi Panu came up with an excellent suggestion, and I hope it gets implemented, where, you know how when in movies, uh, there comes a, a warning, a health warning, when there's a smoking scene? So mm-hmm. she suggested after the movie Thappar that there should be a, a, a warning, a legal warning, whenever there's a depiction of domestic violence. So whenever yeah. domestic violence is being depicted in a movie, there should be like, you know, IPC, iske, IPC section is crime. Hai. Right. And I was like, that's brilliant. You know, can you imagine the subliminal effect of that year on year, movie on movie? Sometimes it's something as small as that. Um, and I think like once that starts happening, right, when movie directors and script writers know that Bhai, is scene pe to marital rape likha jayega niche themselves would be like ah crap like let's start looking at our 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 scripts and what are we doing right now there are literally zero texts and i actually don't know if yes censor board ka kaam hai i should read up on it but uh well you know what i'm saying right like so unless that starts happening we can't expect much from uh we can't expect much change in the actual content um so then it all sort of boils down to us and uh yeah, and I think yeah. uh, just a very small observation that I had the other day where I was looking at one of one of the old old songs from 1980s or 1990s mm-hmm. where a very a scene where a guy kisses a girl without the consent, right? Mm-hmm. And just a small comment on YouTube which said, Ki, oh my God, this was the cutest thing in the video. <laughs> and my with, with about 10,000 likes on that comment, what? That made me feel so stupid about how how we've been nurtured in a way where we think no, non-consensual kissing is yeah. actually cute and not something that we need to deal with. Yeah. Right. And and this has been coming on from generations and generations. Like if if you go on to the generation above us and you talk to our parents, this yeah. has been 
there's in a lot of the movies as well and like just to reinstate my point and my further question to you is why do you think there hasn't been enough development in this like like you said the schools have a lot of stress when it comes to sex ed hmm. but the same i don't think the same goes for movies like okay even if we talk in a very crude capitalistic sense i hmm. think this is one avenue where you can make a lot of money if you don't want to do it for the morals do it for the money like we saw in thappad it had a very strong message in it right how much did it earn if i think i think it grossed very well on uh, on the how box much, office how much did it earn compared to kabir singh yeah how i think i think i think that's where the problem is you know lies. how much did it how much did it earn com- compared to dabang so mm. you know what's happening is that i'm sorry tapsi panu i i adore you but your a listers are not making great movies yeah our our a listers are making like like i watch i haven't seen a movie in a while by by one of these usual suspects um but i feel like even watching the trailer just kills my brain cells and but that's it's being made everybody's watching it and i don't want to make it a class thing you know sometimes people come and tell me ha but masses to yahi dekhte hain i'm like hello mask mai mere sare dost gaye dekhne you know and I I'm just like it's really not a class thing. It's just I don't know whether we just want to watch brainless shit now. I don't know what it is, but um it's your movies of quality and content are not grossing. Uh, may, maybe Padman did, but that's also because you're Akshay Kumar. But Akshay Kumar yeah. in itself is such a problematic character and like cuz his representation and the kind of other movies he's done, he's such a problematic actor as well. So then that's another dilemma I face. I'm like when problematic actors make good movies like what do you do you know and i guess that's the problem that comes with being so aware about this especially in this field is like you have a problem with everything <laughs> i um but you know that i i don't know um whether the the bollywood industry yes it's starting it's going in that direction um mm-hmm. but it's it's one uh, it's i'm um, sorry to make this a gender thing actually i'm not sorry because it is um Uh, your female leads tend to make more more of such movies but then check out what happens right uh, dipika padukone made a movie on acid attack she went to the jnu thing didn't yeah. utter a word was standing on the boundary people started boycotting uh, started by boycotting this one um uh, the movie they started boycotting yeah. a very important movie people in my extended family literally on the family group started saying uh did you see she went there when uh, everybody don't watch the movie and uh, initially when i read that i was like acha is it because it's so traumatic because the first the first message that came in the group was people please don't watch uh, chapak okay and i was like oh shit bahut traumatic hogi main kaise dekhungi and then the next message that came was she went to jnu and i i'm like your people with daughters and sons how are you Uh, where is the you know so it's it's really is quite sad that um the complete ignorance levels right now are are through the roof and everybody right. who's trying is it's, it's it's really a tough battle and and i think that brings us into a new conversation about how social media can be used as a way to mobilize uh, the masses and how that can be like like we saw in another case after the boys locker room which was not actually related to it but we saw another case where a guy was accused of stuff yeah. like uh, of certain activities that he did 
to yes. this day we don't know whether it happened or not and we'll never know why yeah. because the person committed suicide and there will be no legal proceedings on it now we'll, we we yeah. won't know what the truth is so yeah. where do you think is a perfect distinction between mobilizing social yeah. media towards the cause and yeah. and the other side of defamation yeah i mean the first thing is just don't be a troll i guess uh there is there is actually not a fine line i'll say that is actually a pretty broad line between being constructive on social media and being a troll so mm-hmm. what happened in this very unfortunate case that you just mm-hmm. mentioned was um you know people started blaming the girl that you you know you ruined the guy's life uh mm-hmm. you shouldn't have outed him on social media you know uh, outing somebody the word outing in itself is wrong you know so she that's yeah. how she chose to finally share her trauma uh which we don't know whether it's true or not but she chose to share it right what people started doing was yeah. they started trolling now constructive way of doing this would have been um hey this girl has come out and said this um just don't go and attack that boy like why are you random strangers started going and dropping him messages yeah like why uh that's so illogical you know um so people when somebody makes an accusation i think our problem because we suddenly suddenly have social media with us our problem is we feel like hame reaction dena hai ki humne reaction nahi diya to hum hum hue kaise you know what are we doing with our life so we have to give a reaction so either we'll victim blame either we'll just go like why are you saying now or we'll go to the other extreme and we'll be like um why did you do this you suck you're an asshole you know um and that's pretty much what they did to that that underage boy they they started trolling him and they started bullying him and harassing him and didn't even didn't even give that guy the time to uh, process what had just happened and um so i think the first thing we need to do is understand that we don't always have to give a reaction and take our time pause absorb let the legal world and the current systems in place do their work and let's not take the law in our own hands and right. maybe just take this time to talk about the bigger matter over here so let's not go into attacking either either the accuser or the accused let's just take our time and like take a step back and go and look at the themes right so the themes over here could be uh how much time it takes uh, a survivor to actually come and share their trauma so take a step back and just be like start extract wondering why does it take so much time you know and uh, and then maybe have conversation on that um maybe what's troubling you is that you didn't like the way that the girl came and put it on social media so without personally attacking her maybe just take a step back and be like hmm uh why is it that she felt the need to come on social media and do this was there something you know um so start start wondering about these things because that's when it becomes constructive that's when we start to look at what's actually the problem in our society um and i don't think people are doing that people are just like insta story pe kya dale hum mm, and i think a lot of you know what you are saying is actually true because you know most of the people who are sharing all of this stuff they're doing it to get a tick you know in their own checklist ki acha maine ye bhi share kar diya ye bhi share kar diya ye bhi share kar diya now i now i can be accepted in society i'm woke and yeah you you're woke then so i think that is the problem that everyone 
tends to or has to or wants to react to whatever news they're getting in real time. Yeah. Like they will not wait for, you know, a proper picture to be put in front of them, a news article to be put. I mean, of, of course, consumption of news is also problematic now. But what I'm trying to say is that you need to make sure that you have all the facts before you go on, you know, giving death threats to somebody or start telling someone that, you know, what you're saying is wrong. You're just making this up in your mind. Yeah. And this is another thing that, you know, this brings me to is that as soon as the boys locker room incident happened, as soon as, you know, the screenshots started doing the rounds, hmm. one thing that all of us started seeing was this hashtag saying not all men. Hmm. And that, so again, I'm speaking very personally, that angered me because this just again is, you know, a guy's attempt to discredit what's happening. Not just like that. no one's not just yeah that. exactly. Uh-huh. No one's pointing at you and saying that you did it, but it is people that you are around. They did that, and if you can't accept that, then that's a problem with you as well. So how do you think you know the social media, you know backlash, the social media hashtags? Hmm. How do you think they play into the entire culture, the entire episode that took place? You know, it used to really bother me at the start. Like, what not all mm-hmm. men, you know? But now I feel mm-hmm. like, now, you know, whenever on Super School India's page, when somebody comments something, we actually did like this really fun post. I, okay, fun, I shouldn't say that word. Very enlightening post on, uh, we, we took a bunch of Bollywood songs, uh, no, the movie scenes, and then, you know, we really pointed out the problem with them. Uh, and uh, one of the, and we... Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's called the Bhai Bhai Boy Band. It's uh, this one guy came and he commented something, something along the lines of not all men. And the next thing you know, you had a whole bunch of men just coming and commenting on his reply, going like, Bhai, sahi kaha, bhai, usne mera dil toda tha, pehle, are not innocent, yaar. You know, and then like 10 comments. I mean, super school ke puri history mein the comments nahi aaye. And <laughs> I was like, definitely, and then I, you know, the team also kind of was like, what do we do? What do we do? And, you know, even I was flustered. Then I was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. You know, at least if this post is smoking them out, at least we can start engaging with them in discussion. So right. I, I, I really didn't, I think if we start looking at it from that point of view now, that really helps. So I, it took all types of chanting and, and Zen and Buddhism to not lose our cool. But... Uh, I think once you kind of like just breathe and go like, okay, this is why we are here. This is why we are here. I mean, you know, you and I talking, I know you guys are, you know, not the all, not all me. You're feminists and you're not scared of the word feminist. So right. it's like we're sitting in a bubble and talking to each other. So if nobody listens to this podcast, it's like, the entire point of this is, if if the not all men hashtag people listen to this, then fayda hua iska. So, so if something can smoke them out, then great. Why not? Yeah, and and I think what angered us about hashtag not all men was, okay, fine, but don't get it involved into a completely different topic because that is literally taking away from the conversation that is supposed to come first. Like, we have to talk about this first. Your not all men can be secondary or just, just take it to another place because that's not necessary right now. And and then your videos of people making videos around how men have uh, 
have, like how there have been wrongful allegations against men and people have blatantly reposted it on Instagram without looking into facts about even if there have been wrong accusations you have to realize how many people have are yet to come out like there yeah. are still so many unreported cases in India and you're saying that oh my god 53% were false accusations and false yeah. accusations on the basis of what like they yeah. they had to retract their cases because the men were saying that they would kill the family they would bully yeah. the woman people had to and, and it's so it's so shattering to see how how people educate how people as educated as us and how people who've who've seen all of this happen can react in a in a completely different way and can yeah. react to situations completely different so my final question to you is how do you think we can go forward from this now um you know i think that we have to start um looking at um the fact that firstly uh, hashtag not all men and all similar arguments where if not this this they're actually not applicable anywhere i i can't imagine a single scenario right now where uh where that hashtag is applicable except for uh if somebody comes and says all men are rapists right only then will it be acceptable if someone comes and says hashtag not all men right. so i think the first thing is to see that is is the applicable applicability kahin nahi hai um mm-hmm. you know and, and there's this one analogy that we often give in our workshops and i often give at house parties oh my god i'm surprised my friends are still my friends but um uh one of the analogies that if you're sitting at a pool right some people are lounging some kids are running around some people are swimming and uh, the lifeguard says hey you stop running right and then um do the people that are lounging or otherwise generally being safe get enraged and turn to the lifeguard and say but maine to kuch nahi kiya nobody says that right because the people who are lounging and being safe know that the lifeguard is simply referring to the people who are being careless around right. the pool so we know that so when we uh, the movement comes out and says that um generally you know this 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 um there is a t- toxic masculinity culture among amongst boys and men i think the first thing we need to uh, understand is that when somebody says that nobody's attacking you personally so why does somebody feel attacked if somebody feels attacked is it because there's a guilty conscience over there you know mm. so i think firstly that i think firstly we just need to understand ki hum itna offend kyu ho jate hain uh and really understand that and i think just going and really just like wrapping this up it it would be that you know a lot of us who might be listening to this uh may not actually have the opportunity to go to the grassroots and and make a make a difference right because i think we're going to be caught in the rat race or whatever but nobody really needs to go to the grassroots i think we just kind of have to look inward at our at our own behavior and our own mindset and really and and i really wish i had a more manly voice because i feel like nobody really wants to hear a woman say all of this but um so maybe you could just repeat you know after i'm not say the same thing <laughs> i think some people might be just more inclined to accept those points then um but you know like there's just so many things that we can start looking at and i recently made i did a post on it on my instagram it was one of like those 2 am super frustrated with life okay you know what i'm just going to put out a post um 
and it was about like what we do on a daily basis and uh, mm. you know we victim blame what does that sound like and and this these are all things that contribute to rape culture and not just men i really kind of mean that even women i've done it yeah you know and then we we victim blame we kind of go like yeah. uh, acha tumhe kya zarurat thi yaar i read a report can you believe it how um, it, it basically it was a completely uh, skewed report on how clothing actually causes rape and uh, and then you know we we slut shame we've all done it yeah देखा उसने उसकी उसका ब्लाउज कितना छोटा था डू दैट स्लट शेमिंग दैट्स लिटरली स्लट शी कैन वेयर वट एवर दिल्ड शी वॉन्ट्स एंड एंड यू नो दैट सो मेनी अदर थिंग्स रियलाइज दैट्स कॉन्ट्रीब्यूटिंग द रेप कल्चर सो आई थिंक आफ्टर ऑल ऑफ दिस आई जस्ट वुड रियली रियली थिंक दैट जस्ट यंग पीपल राइट हुर जस्ट कॉन काइंड ग्रो अप टू टेक ऑन पोजिशन ऑफ लीडरशिप एंड शुड रियली स्टार्ट लुकिंग एट दर ओन बिहेवियर एंड and their own mindsets and and i really want to speak out to the women too um i think i've had to really change myself as well um because i realized i had such massive hypocritical double standards so i want to be to kind of have to think about um our own behavior too and and i'm saying this because i guess it's a, a little bit more acceptable coming from a woman but i i really hope that women would be okay if it came from a man as well so you know we 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 really want this feminist movement going forward but what is this whole thing about expecting your date to pay and if the date doesn't pay then it's like oh he didn't even offer to pay and i think oh my god we really need to undo that conditioning um and at the same time then don't go the other end na a wife should pay but wife doesn't earn how can she pay so it's context dekho and uh, So I really think we need to just sort of start looking at our own behavior, really understand what gender equality yeah. is, really understand what rape culture is, and then once we've understood it, really properly understood it, then automatically social media activism <laughs> will become a lot more refined and a lot more constructive. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just to you know give everyone proper information. So like you mentioned, Thapar did. 21 crores at the box office and daban did 20 uh, yeah 210 crores so that's a okay. 10 times jump oh my god <laughs> yeah and i think you know the way that you've concluded you know the trajectory forward from your is sort of a perfect way to do it and i think that's where we'll end the podcast today if so uh, like with all other podcasts if there are any questions or if there's anything you know that we might have missed out on or you think that what we said doesn't accurately depict what's happening then you can reach out to us and if you want to reach out to radhika then uh, radhika can you please tell them where they can do that sure um you can contact us on our instagram page which is super school india is that how you say at super school india yeah yeah uh, and that is all for today we'll be back with new episodes soon and just we just want to thank you guys for you know tuning in weekly to our podcast and that's all thank you bye yeah